Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, children, and welcome to Rebbe's Musa Stories. It was Shabbos afternoon. Arnie and his friends stayed around the shul after the boys' Tehillim club was over. They were playing a game of tag and hide. You know that game? It was Arnie's turn to be it. I-T. Arnie was it. And he was running, chasing, and tagging the boys he could catch. They were supposed to be playing outside in the shul courtyard, but some boys, the last ones to be caught, ran away from Arnie. They ran upstairs and into the main shul. Those boys were hiding under the shul's furniture. Arnie saw the boys running up and into the shul. Arnie chased after them. But then, just as Arnie came to the main entrance of the shul, the actual place where you go and daven, Arnie stopped, dead in his tracks. Arnie stood outside the doors, not wanting to go inside the shul. Arnie's friend and classmate, Herschel, caught up to Arnie and asked Arnie, Oh, I see you're not going to the shul to catch those boys. Is it because of Rebbe's schmooze? Yes, Arnie answered. After Rebbe's lesson, I'm afraid to go into that shul just to play tag and hide. The other boys aren't afraid because they didn't hear Rebbe's fiery words about Moira Mikdash. Arnie said, I'll wait here until they come out. Kids, that's the end of the Arnie story. But it's not the end of the podcast. I, Rabbi Edelman, will tell you what Herschel and Arnie's Rebbe taught them. It was Parshas Kedoshim, where the Pasuk says, Umikdoshi tiro'u ani Hashem. Have fear for the holy places, and I will reward you. Guaranteed. The Rebbe gave the class the following mushal. Once upon a time, there was a world-famous businessman, Mr. Gelt, who traveled often for his business. Whenever he would come to a place called Seapoint, he would stay at his old friend Beryl's house. Beryl was just an average balabos, not a super rich man like Mr. Gelt was. But whenever he was expecting Mr. Gelt's company, Beryl did his best to make a fancy accommodation, and Mr. Gelt was usually satisfied. But on one particular visit, he came in while Beryl was not home to greet him. There was a sticky note left on the guest house door that read, Welcome, Mr. Gelt. Help yourself in and hope all's comfortable. Mr. Gelt took one step inside the guest house, saw the situation, and he left to check in at a five-star hotel. When Beryl saw that Mr. Gelt wasn't staying by him, Beryl went to look for Mr. Gelt. Beryl looked here, he looked there, he looked all over, and finally, Beryl found Mr. Gelt at the five-star hotel. He asked Mr. Gelt, Hey, Gelt, what happened? Why aren't you staying by me like you usually do? Mr. Gelt answered Beryl like this, Beryl, I walked into the guest house, and three cats suddenly ran out the door when I opened it. Don't you know that I am allergic to cats? 
and I saw cold leftover cholent on a plate on the dining room, dirty dishes in the sink, beds unmade. Bathroom smells were coming out into the hallway, even though the windows were wide open. No, no, Beryl, you don't expect me to stay over by you when you don't treat me with respect. So Beryl began to find excuses. He said, well, sorry, but I wasn't home. I had this to do, and I had that to do. And my family thought that you, would, you wouldn't mind fixing up the guest house the way you like it, by yourself. They didn't realize how chashuv you are. Mr. Gelt said, Well, okay, I'll give you another chance, Beryl. You need to give me your word that this disrespect will not happen again. If you can treat me with the honor that is due to me, I would love to come by and stay with you, because I really enjoyed staying at your guest house in the past. Said Rebbe, Boys in my class, Herschel, Arnie, and all the rest of you, the same is with us and Hashem. We host Hashem's Shechina down here on earth in the Beis Hamikdash. That's like our guest house. But we didn't treat the hush of a guest with the utmost respect that was due the Shechina. Twice this happened, and Hashem packed up his Shechina and went away. Hashem even told us in the Torah, Fear my Mikdash! And we didn't fear the Mikdash. Hashem said, Okay, I'll go away. Until you, Yidin, can show me that you will respect and fear my holy places, I'm not coming back. So Hashem gave us miniature Beis HaMikdashes for us to practice. It's actually called Bote Mikdash. But in English you say Beis HaMikdashes. Hashem gave us these miniature Bate Mikdash for us to practice. Those are the shuls in the Bate Midrashim all around the world. Hashem Shechina is in those holy buildings in a small way. Mikdash Me'at. If we can prove to Hashem that we know how to behave in a holy place, said the Rebbe, He will send the Mashiach. We will all go back to our land and the Shechina will return in its full glory to the third Beis HaMikdash. The Chafetz Chaim said this, Mashal, and the Rebbe ended his lesson as follows. So boys, whenever you are in shul and you feel like playing in there, but you stop yourself, you are doing two mitzvos. One, fearing Hashem, and two, fearing His holy place. Also, stop yourself from joking and stop yourself from tracking in mud. No, it's not your house. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's house. And that's the lesson that stopped Arnie from chasing his friends into shul. Won't you too stop playing in shul? For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com.